This episode is brought to you by Kitcaster. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. How do funded startup founders attract prospects and talent? Podcast interviews. How do entrepreneurs with exits find new deals? Podcast interviews. How do C-suite execs differentiate in crowded markets? Podcast interviews. Kitcaster books you on top podcasts. Click the link in the show notes for a special offer. Celebrate good conversation. Hey there, I'm Mandy, and this is the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. If you want encouragement, inspiration, support, empowerment, then join me as we talk about real-life stories of finding and following your purpose, overcoming adversity, and living out your dreams. If you believe that life's too short to be caught up in insecurities, fear, and feeling defeated, then let's hang out in the Dream Big and Kick-Ass Podcast. Welcome to episode eight. Today, I am talking with Sheila Lyles about why she loves her skincare side hustle and how a powerful, life-changing event gave her son a clear direction for his life. So here's my interview with Sheila. Hey, so I am with my friend Sheila now, and actually I'm with her for a second time because (laughs) when I very first put the word out that I was going to start this podcasting bit... Uh, and was looking for people to interview. She was actually the first person to say, yeah, me, let's do this. So we, uh, she was my very first interview, but that we were having some technical difficulties with the internet connections. And uh, so we decided to go ahead and and do a redo. So that's what we're doing today. So yeah, technology is great when it works. When it works. That's (laughs) right. So anyway, so Sheila, tell us a little bit about you. Hey y'all. Um, so yeah, this is fun. This is super outside my comfort zone. I mean, I'm very much an extrovert, but not kind of a podcast extrovert. (laughs) Um, but I've known Mandy for a very long time. Um, let's just say we went to, well, she was in high school. Mm -hmm. I was entering high school and she stuck around and helped us, um, cheerleaders out by coaching and all that fun stuff. So, um, that's how I met Mandy. Um, I am a mom of two. I, my kids are 16 years apart. So ha ha. And, um, (laughs) um, let let me say it's my older son, the 26 year old that has made me a grandma. I have a three-year-old grandson and then I have a 10 year old home. So life is fun. If I'm not on mom duty, I'm pulling grandma duty and um, that's <laughs> that keeps you busy. my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> so family, I'm just all about family. That's good. Cool. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your side hustle. Side hustle. So my side hustle is all about some skincare. I love me some skincare. Yeah. People either are gung-ho about it or are still using the same soap they wash their butts with. So it's kind of, you know, it's one end of the spectrum or the other. Um, Literally. Yes. So um, I got into Rodan and Fields. And yes, it is one of the multi-level marketing businesses. And I kind of fell into it on accident. Um, One of our pastor's wives at church approached me about it and I ordered it initially with the full intention 
of sending it back <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, hello, I'm a single mom. Like nobody has that kind of money to spend on skincare or so I thought. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to use this. It has a 60 day money back guarantee, even if the bottles are empty. So I'm going to use it. I'm going to send it back and get my money back. And about five weeks in, um, my skin totally changed. And I was like, well, crap, this was not what I had planned. <laughs> and so now I got to figure out how I can buy this as cheap as possible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't get to be number one for no reason. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I got into it. But if you don't know anything about Rodan and Fields, um, just Please a little us. backstory. Um, it was created by doctors, Kathy Field and Katie Rodan. And they are the same two doctors who invented proactive solution. Okay. And I think pretty much everyone has heard of proactive solution. Yep. Um, so when this first came out, it was in high end department stores, think Bloomingdale's Nordstrom's, um, or most people will probably relate to Dillard's behind the glass counter, things like that. Mm -hmm. And they started noticing that it wasn't so much who was behind the counter that was responsible for selling the product. It was the women who were actually using the products and sending their friends to go buy it. Yeah, and so, yes, word of mouth. And so the doctors were the very first company to pull out of retail and go completely direct sales and decided to cut out the middleman and they were going to pay the people who were actually using the products and sharing it with their friends instead of paying retailers to market their products for them. So that's kind of how it got started and who our doctors are. They're both Stanford trained dermatologists. They actually met in dermatology school. They are both still practicing dermatologists in the San Francisco area. Cool. And to this day, they are still the best of friends. And that's kind of how the company was founded. That's neat. So what is it, what's the main reason why you went ahead and started it? I mean, I know you said that you were just going to try it and send it back, but like what made you, besides it working really well, what's another why? Well, that was really, I mean, like I said, I'm cheap. So I was, <laughs> you know, people will prioritize what they spend their money on. Um, you know, women will walk around and find a way to buy a high-end purse or high-end shoes you find the money to spend on what you want. Yeah. So uh, uh, another friend of mine that was in the business actually approached me about it. And I was like, eh, I'll just like, I'm thinking about doing it just to get the discount. She was like, how much money do you want to make? And I was like, I don't know, like three to $500 a month. And she was like, all right, you know, I'll work with you. I'll train you. I'll get you there. Give me a year. If after a year you're not making some decent money at this, then just don't renew your consultantship. And my daughter goes to private school and this business pays her tuition every month. So sweet. Awesome. It, it takes some dedication, but I, I tell everybody that it was kind of dropped into my lap before I ever even knew that I would need it. And yeah. at the time that I started it, um, she was still going to a different school that didn't have as high of tuition rates. And so it was just something that kind of built up in the background and it's now there when I need it. And I mean, three to $500 a month, that's a car payment. That's yeah, a absolutely bill. That's, you know, three to $500 can change a lot of people's lives. Sure can. Absolutely. So what, what then can you say that sets your skincare, Rodan and Fields apart from any other skincare 
line? One of the things I like is that, number one, our company was founded by dermatologists. These aren't just, you know, somebody sitting in a boardroom that says, hey, let's make some foam stuff and throw it on our face, you know. Right. These are actual, they're innovative doctors. They hire the very best scientists every single year to make sure that we're on top of leading innovation. Um, we have been the number one skincare brand in all of North America, that's USA and Canada, for the last four years. Uh-huh. We hold title of number one premium anti-aging brand for 2019 and the number one premium acne brand in 2019. Um, so just our accolades kind of speak for themselves. Again, every single order comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So I've even had customers that they started with one skincare line and just hormonal changes. Hello, ladies. Um, Her skin became a little intolerant to it. Well, even though she had been using these products for months, you know, six months in, she was able to send that back and swap it out for something else. So having that money back guarantee is something that a lot of people don't offer. And I think it gives people a little bit more um, comfort at spending money. I mean, this is not Walmart skincare brand. This is, it's premium product. So as we age, as we get older, um, we want to undo all the damage that we've done to ourselves. (laughs) Um, And one of the fun things I like is that we've actually started targeting more towards the younger 20 somethings. So we have a an acne line for the teens and early 20-somethings. And then we have a skincare line that's just for the 20-somethings that already have healthy skin. It doesn't necessarily fix anything. It keeps it healthy. But it is a healthy skincare line. And it just kind of gets you used to using multiple products so that as you age, it will keep your skin looking healthy as long as possible before you need some of the anti-aging or other products that we offer. Good. So tell me, um, what, what have you learned through this business that would be helpful to other people, other people listening that maybe they want to start a business too. Um, and in particularly an MLM or it just any business at all. Yeah, it's, there are so many companies out there right now. And honestly, I know a lot of people that are in a lot of different MLM companies. And you really just have to find what's best for you. I mean, you have to find number one, a product that you believe in, um, a company that you believe in, like do some research on the company that you join, like what's their reputation. Um, a lot of these companies, um, have just, you know, they've, they've come out with a product line and it didn't really do well. So they've squashed that and come up with something else. And you've got like the same people trying to reinvent the wheel all the time versus finding a company that, Hey, this is what we know. This is what we're good at. And this is where our expertise is. And and they're just going like, like, like gangbusters. So it's find a company that you want to attach your name to find a company that you're proud to represent 
find something that that means something to you. I mean, if you're just doing yeah, it to make you've money, be passionate about it. Yeah, if you're yeah. Just doing it to make money, I mean, you're not. It, it's not going to mean anything no. to you. If you believe in the company and you believe in their vision, and and one thing about ours is, I mean, their vision is to make this a legacy. I mean, one of the things that I find very intriguing is you this company is actually is it willable you can leave it in your yeah. will to your children so yeah I mean, there's another one too that i know of that will that you can do that that's cool so it's very interesting and, and the fact that that's in our policies and procedures pmp yeah. that's what it's called the fact <laughs> that it's in that i mean that just means that they believe enough in it to know what they have in their hands but i will say what i've learned is there are a lot of other people out there looking for something to be part of a community. Yeah. So in my team, I mean, everybody has all these people around them. We have homeschool moms that not just because of COVID, I mean, they've always <laughs> homeschooled their kids. We have empty nesters who their parents or their, I'm sorry, their kids have left home and they need something for themselves. We have kids or parents that have kids at home and they're tired of watching cartoons and they just need something for themselves that they can relate to. But just the community of women, I mean, from all the different diverse cultures and backgrounds and we're in different countries. So everybody has different things about them, but we all come together for one purpose mm -hmm. and that's to empower women I mean, if, if, you, if your skin up. looks good, yeah. yeah, if your skin looks good, you feel good. When people feel better about themselves, they tend to do better in their lives. And so it's just all about empowering women, whether it's from a skincare standpoint or just from our own being part of a community that we can empower each other. It's, you know, celebrating all the good things and building each other up through the hard months or, right. you know, not competing and tearing each other down. Absolutely like not. That's one of the things. Being I each other's. Most women. Yeah. Being each other's cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Most women are cutthroat. Like, you, you don't let anybody else get ahead of me. But yeah. With this business, that's been, I mean, it's everybody working together of, hey, I saw you did this. Can you show me what you did here? Or, hey, I saw that you put together this little package for your people. What was this? Or what was this language that you, you know, just. Yeah different things of yeah absolutely just building each other up and being there for each other that's super important okay who or what motivates you and inspires you the most oh well there's a couple people in our company that i look up to and i kind of say you know oh man i want to be like them so it gives me a little something to help just some some self-growth but the number one reason why I don't quit is because of my daughter. She's 10 and I know she's watching me. And um, who was it? I think Dave Ramsey says more is caught than taught. So I want to make sure that I am in addition to working a full-time job that have this side gig that she sees me making it a priority that she sees me not stopping when, when it gets hard, if I have a bad month or if, you know, a, a customer cancels an order or something like that, you don't 
quit and give up. But knowing that she's watching me, like that means everything because that just makes me feel like she's going to be able to, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I mean, she's super (laughs) (laughs) strong-willed and, um, I have to make sure that she's focusing that strong will on good. So if she sees me being tenacious and she sees me working hard every day, then knowing that, like I said, that she's watching me, then that's all the motivation I need need is knowing that I'm just being an example for her. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. She's lucky to have a hardworking mama like you. You're a good role model. Good, good example to her to show her that, this is what a work ethic is like. And this is what happens whenever you run into obstacles, you just figure out how to get over it, around it, you know, whatever you have to do to and Honestly, uh, that's something that's missing today. Most oh, kids, yes, girl. I mean, stuff is oh. just handed to them and they don't know how mm-hmm. to overcome objections and they don't know what to do when things get hard. And oh, yeah. it frustrates me. We're supposed to be raising our kids to be productive members yeah. of society, not big quitters. <laughs> Amen, sister. Yeah. After 15 years of teaching middle schoolers. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't do know how that. you, I don't know how teachers do it. No, hey. it's worth every penny of my daughter's tuition for me to send her to school and let somebody yeah. else teach her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Every penny and <laughs> yes, way, way, they do. way more. Way yes, more. they do. So. Well, let's talk about, um, do you have any favorite books or podcasts that you listen to or YouTube videos or anything like that that you like? I don't think I have any favorite like people per se, but I will say that I tend to go more towards leadership, personal development, finance, and Again, I'm going to throw back to Dave Ramsey. Like I, a friend of mine gave me his book, The Total Money Makeover for Christmas multiple years ago. Yeah. And that book changed my life. I mean, there was yeah, nothing in that book awesome. that I didn't know. It was just putting it into a plan that was mm-hmm. easy to use. And I was just like, what? This is so easy, you know? And so <laughs> something, you know, it's the, that his, I think what's his phrase, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Um, it's just going back to the basics. Um, but I love books on leadership. Rachel Hollis is one of my favorites when it comes to personal development, that chick, it's like, she knows me or something. It's like, Hey girl, (laughs) no, this is not true. Don't believe this about yourself. Yeah. So I I think as women, we kind of have, I think sometimes we're our own worst enemy. We are. Um, we absolutely we are. We're the so ones that hold doubt. ourselves back most of the yeah. time. Self-doubt yeah. is a killer. Yeah. And so leadership, like, yes, I would love to lead this great team in Rodan and Fields one day and quit my, you know, nine to five job and whatever. And yes, one day that may become a reality, but in the day to day, I have to You're focus still on a me. Leader. Yeah, yeah. I have to, I, yeah, I have to lead myself and I have to overcome my own objections. Speaking of Dave Ramsey. So did you do like the, you know, using the envelopes with the cash and all that stuff? Yes. I was doing that pre-tornado. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Let's go. That's actually, that's a great segue. Cause that's the next question I was going to ask you. Okay. What big obstacle have you overcome in your life and how? <laughs> well, there's such thing as a tornado that takes out your house. Mm. Um, so in May of 2013, we lost our home in that tornado and 
Oklahoma, guys. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Welcome to Oklahoma. Yeah, I grew up in Oklahoma. I've mm-hmm. seen tornadoes my whole life. And I've lived in Moore the majority of my life, and believe Moore it or not. And Moore gets hit all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's ridiculous. I won't um, ever move there. <laughs> well, that's like when I bought my house. People were like, aren't you afraid of tornadoes? And I was like, what? We just Oklahoma. outside and watch them. Like, what? Exactly. I don't understand. Exactly. You know, so that's what But no, that one was a little bit different. My son was at home. I was at work. I had my daughter with me. And uh, her school had closed early for like the second or third day in a row because, oh, there's a, you know, a chance of tornadoes. Right. So I'm like, ah. So I go pick her up from school. I have her at work with me. My son's at the house. He had just turned 19 years old on April 26th. So a week. No, May 20th. So a month. I was yeah. thinking the May 3rd. That was another tornado we went through. That was through. another one. Yeah. That, was like, <laughs> that one didn't hit us. Um, but that was another big one that we've been through. Yeah. That was 99. Yeah. Um, so this was May 20th, 2013. And I was on the phone with him off and on and was, you know, hey, just be ready. Just be ready. Just be ready. And finally he called me and was like, uh, it's at the end of the street. We're going down to the cellar. So I, at the time, worked in a basement and was watching, I think it was News 9's weather whatever on my computer monitor at work and like the red swirly circle that shows the tornado was Mm -hmm. just sitting on top of my neighborhood oh god and not moving and so I was just watching it and my phone is blowing up people are you know freaking out and I'm just sitting there going oh god please please like please just save my house like I don't care what happens just save my house my son called me a little while later and he said mom my room and Tegan's room are still standing. The rest of the house is gone. Wow. And I was like, okay, I need pictures. Like what yeah, is like, gone? What do you mean? Is exactly. it damaged or like not there? Like I, what, what does gone mean? Yeah. And so I made it to the house that evening and it was surreal. I mean, literally our entire neighborhood was just gone. Right. Just flattened. Right I I couldn't have prepared myself for it, but as devastating as the loss was, just thank God you weren't home. Oh, that. And my son was in the cellar next door with many of our neighbors. Yeah. That was the day that I learned stuff can be replaced. Um, And it's the people in your life that are important. But at the same time, it was the biggest blessing. I mean, people look at me like I have three heads when I say that, (laughs) But please explain. <laughs> please explain. Yeah, like I said, just again, more is Tornado Alley. So it's like there are professionals at handing tornado uh, handling tornadoes. So everything was so streamlined and organized. And by the time I realized I needed something, there was a place to go to get it. And I mean, it was just so like clothes, food, whatever. Yeah. And churches. Um, there were so many places like one church had food. Every place I went, I left with a car load. I mean, people were sending donations in from all yeah. around the country. And so one church had paper products, plates, paper towels, um, they had sheets, they had bedding and they had, you know, all that, all wow. that stuff. One church had a, a, a boot manufactured, sent in boots for the men, whether it was work wow. boots or, you know, cowboy boots, whatever it was, first aid, band-aids, Tylenol, all the stuff you don't think about losing. Yeah. What was one place we didn't lose our cell phones, but one place was giving away cell phones for people that lost their phones, gift cards galore. I mean, just as a country, 
the United States may be at odds right now, but anytime tragedy truly strikes, at the heart of it all, people are generous and they are people loving and up. they are kind. I, I think I, I, this is like my go-to phrase is, I never cried over anything that we lost. I cried more at the generosity of complete strangers. My son lost his car. It was in the garage and well, there was no garage. People look at pictures and they're like, why is there a car in the middle of your house? And I'm like, well, that was the garage. <laughs> People gave my son a car. I mean, we had tried yeah, to raise amazing. money. We had a, a fund going to try to find him, buy, be able to buy him another car. And somebody gave him a car. I mean, That's who awesome. does that? It was crazy. But the day that they were bulldozing what was left of our house, there was a van that pulled down the street. And this lady just stopped and she looked at me and she was like, are you the homeowner? And I was like, yeah. And she handed me this Walmart gift card. And she was like, my family just wanted to do something to help. And I mean, I was just overwhelmed that with makes emotion me up right now. <laughs> at that point. Like I didn't care if there was $5 or $500 on that gift card. The fact that this woman was just driving the neighborhoods looking to help somebody. Yeah. I mean, who does that? Well, I mean, I have to stop and ask myself, would I do that? Right. Would you Well, do we that? should all take notice. Man. Yeah. So many examples of how to serve people. Yeah. I was just blown away every single day. That's and awesome. Every night I laid my head down, I just literally was in tears and said, thank you, God. Like he showed up every single day. Yeah. So again, as I he mentioned, being a single mom with two kids, like having a brand new home was never something that was a reality for me. But with the tornado, I got to pick out my house plan. Like I designed the house I'm in right now from the ground up. You know, I think I remember seeing your Facebook posts kind of progress after that, you know, after, when that happened and afterwards. And, and I vaguely remember, yeah, that you, you were really excited about, you know, being able to pick things out for your house. That's so cool. It was, yeah. It was just like, I, like I said, I just sit down and I'm like, like, is this real life? Like, yeah, this, this doesn't happen. And on top of that, like that was the day that my son. Yeah. I was going to say, tell everybody about that. He was a freshman in college and he, oh, he and I were just button heads like any, I guess, 19 year old kid does with their mom. But I was like, you know, he was going to OU on a full academic scholarship and was blowing it. I mean, he was on academic probation. He was partying his face off. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like I, you're my kid. I get it. You're going to, you know, you're going to party and have fun, but like, stop being stupid. I was like, what do you want to do? And he was like, I don't know, mom. I just, I want to help people. So this was just an ongoing, like this had been going on for months. And well, I guess the whole school year, I mean, this was May, you know, yeah. school was almost <laughs> out at this point. So his entire freshman year of college. And so the day of the tornado, as I mentioned, he was at home and when he got out of the, the shelter, him and a couple of the neighbors kind of went around and were pulling people out of their cellars, uncovering, you know, yeah. helping people that we knew in the neighborhood. And he said, whatever house he was at, house that he was at, that he helped pull somebody out. And he said he looked up and he saw Plaza Towers, the elementary school in our neighborhood. Yeah. And it was just, it was unrecognizable. It looked just yeah. like a pile of lumber. But he said he looked up and he was like, I know that school. Like I went to school there. I know where every classroom should be. 
And so he ran up to the school. He was one of the first people there. And like before um, any emergency vehicles. Yeah, no emergency yeah. personnel, no first responders <clears throat> yet. And he said he just stood there and he was like, all right, God, where do I go? And he said that he was just kind of drawn to this little, little tiny hole. And he said he just started digging and he started digging down in there and there were two little girls in there. And I firmly believe had he not found them, there would have been two more, two more deaths that that, that didn't make it out of there. So the crazy thing was his cell phone was in his pocket. And as he starts digging, his cell phone starts recording. What? (laughs) And his phone recorded until the battery died. Call it whatever you want. I do not believe in coincidences. Yeah. But that night, I stayed with some some friends of mine out in Mustang, and he stayed here and more with some of his buddies from high school. And he called me, and he was like, Mom. He's like, I just got my phone charged back up. And this, I mean, I say it's a video, but there's no visual because it was in his pocket. So it's all just an audio recording. He was like, this was on my phone. And so I started listening to it and it was kind of garbled and kind of distorted. And I was like, what's going on? Like, it sounds like this is a rescue of some sort. And there was something that he said to one of the little girls and I had heard him say it to Tegan. That was the only way I knew the voice. Right. And it was like, come here, sweetheart. I I don't remember now exactly what it was, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's my son. And so I stopped it and I backed it up and I listened to it again. I started bawling and like his phone literally recorded him rescuing these two little girls. Wow. The most unbelievable thing that you can imagine. I don't remember what forms of social media we had then, but I don't know if he uploaded it to Twitter or MySpace. Or like I said, I don't know. I have yeah. no track of time, but somehow one of his friends or him or anyway, that video went everywhere and yeah. the BBC interviewed him. Every wow. news channel in Oklahoma interviewed him. There was a news guy here in Oklahoma that had moved to Florida and I think one of my son's baseball coaches knew the guy. So he's like, hey, uh, let me get you an interview with, you know, one of my old baseball students. Yeah. And so my son was like the celebrity. <laughs> and, and I will say, I was so proud of him. And I bet you were. one time did he ever get a big head. Like he always stayed. Very humble. Very humble. He always stayed. Yeah, so mild mannered. So, um. I don't know. I can't even think of the right words to describe it, but I was in absolute awe of him. But that was the day that changed his life. Like a a couple of days later, he came to me and he was like, um, so, Hey, I figured out what I want to do. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I think I want to become a first responder. And I was like, what? Cause you just did it. (laughs) He's like, if I can do that and keep my calm, I always said I wanted to help people. This is what I can do. Yeah. And so he walked away from a full ride scholarship at OU and went to OCCC and got his EMT certification, worked for IMSA for a little over a year. And while he was working at IMSA, he applied at Oklahoma City Fire Department and got on through his first um, round there. And he's been on with the fire department for, I guess, February will be five years. That's awesome. That is So, so awesome. Yeah, so a tornado that is absolutely devastating completely changed our lives for the, like, that is, I will say, that was the pivotal day that changed everything for us, everything. 
God just took what was meant for disaster and turned it into something oh, beautiful. Man. Yeah. So that's Absolutely awesome. Incredible. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I love I mean, that. I can talk I mean, for hours know, upon hours upon hours yeah. about the tornado. So, um, okay. So let's just, what would you like to leave with the listeners? Anything, any kind of uh, other story or quote or something that a joke, whatever that you'd like to leave? Oh, I have two things that always just speak volumes to me. The first we will say not only applies to my tornado story, but on a personal level, we all have highs and lows and good days and bad days. So my, my first bit of advice that was given to me that has just stuck to my bones and in my core that I love to share with people is if you're going through hell, just keep going. Don't unpack there. Don't unpack. <laughs> Typically on the other side of hell, there's a lesson to be learned. You usually come out stronger, you usually come out wiser. Yeah. So we just have to remember that sometimes our trials become our testimony. So that's just my, my big word of encouragement is just keep trucking. Don't keep unpack on, your crap. Just keep on moving. <laughs> I like my it. second thing that always, I guess it's my personal reminder. And I think it's a Maya Angelou quote. Mm-hmm. Is people will forget what you said, they will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And that I think is so applicable if we stop and think of different people in our lives. We don't always remember different things that they've said. We don't always remember events that we've enjoyed with them, but we always remember a feeling. Did they make me feel wanted? Did they make me feel welcomed? Did they make me feel needed? And so I think a lot of times, even as parents, we have to remember with our kids, quit yelling at them about the messed up rooms and spilling the stuff and not cleaning up. Sometimes we need to stop and make sure that they know how we feel about them and make sure that they feel loved and wanted and needed. So different levels, multiple meanings. Those are my favorite kind of inspirational quotes is, does it apply in all yes. different situations? So those yes. are my two. I like them. I like them. I feel them. like and I need last... a joke now because it's kind of yeah. heavy. <laughs> it's all right. We can, we can recover. That last one though, the, the, um, about how people make you feel. I mean, that's, that's huge. That's one that teachers talk about a lot because we, uh, we know that a student is not going to be receptive to us, um, to anything that we're trying to teach them unless they feel safe with us, unless they feel like you really do care, you know, so good luck trying to teach them anything. If, <laughs> if they don't know you on a personal level to where, you know, they they feel comfortable with you and, and feel like you've got their back and feel like you are, you're there for them. So yes, I like it. Yes. So yes. All right, then why don't you tell everybody if they would like to get in, in contact with you about some good, awesome skincare, where would they find you? Um, so I have a website. I'm not going to try to spell it out. I'm going to trust Mandy to stick that down in the links. I'll, I'll put it in the um, notes. Yep. To, or the, yeah, whatever those are called that go on podcasts. I think they're called um, show notes. 
Okay, that. That's what I've been learning. So Mandy's going to put that down in the show notes for me. So you can just click the little link. Feel free to browse the website. There's also on the front page, if you scroll down a little ways, there's what's called a solution tool. And that is about a two minute quiz. It just asks you some questions about you. And it's like getting a one-on-one -on -one consultation with our doctors. Um, if you just enter your name and email address, it will send you what your recommended products are. And um, of course, there's always going to be some add-ons, but it gives you a, a good foundation of where to start based on your particular skincare issues. Like when you look in the mirror, what stands out to you as something that you would like to fix. So that, that's just a good starting point. I'm not the harassing contact you 15,000 times. Um, and yes, when I down. first started this business, I was that girl and I went crazy and I was so excited and I messaged everybody and invited everybody to everything. I've learned a little bit over the last few years. I've been there. I'm here for that. questions. Um, I'm here if you need guidance. I will be here to take care of you. So I, I'm not the, the stalker consultant. So don't freak out if you take my quiz. Yes, I might follow up with you, but I'm not going to harass you. So feel free to check out my website, see what products are recommended. If you want to order them, by all means, let's talk about options. If you're not ready, that's totally fine too. If you're looking for a side hustle for yourself and skincare is something that resonates with you and you wanna be part of the number one skincare brand and you want a part of a company that's been in business for 12 years and we're not going anywhere, then I'd love to talk to you more about that too. Again, I won't harass you. I'm just going to give you some details and see if it's something that might work for you. Do you have a number or anything or just the website? Um, website um, has all of my information, but you'll okay. feel free to text me. My number is 405-923-0017. I typically won't answer a weird phone number if you call me, but if you shoot me a text and say, hey, can we talk? Then absolutely, let's do that. <laughs> can we talk about skincare? Let's, let's make sure that they say that. Well, you know, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so very much, Sheila, for the redo of our interview. Thank um, you so much for having me. This has been fun and I, I am proud of you. Oh, thank you. For having a vision, having a dream and going for it. That's, taking that first step is always the hardest it, and yes. you're doing it. And I'm proud of you and I'm proud to thank know you. you. So thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. And I appreciate all of those sweet words you just said. Thanks everybody for listening. You can connect with Sheila at SheilaLyles.MyRNF.com. I'll put that in the show notes so it'll be easy to click on the link. For more information about my vision coaching or my vision gigs, check my website at MandySawyer.com. Grab my free three-step vision guide to help you decide what dreams and goals to display on your vision board. You can also check out my merch shop on the homepage. If one of your goals happens to be starting a podcast, then you should try out Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics, and tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. Just go to my affiliate link, mandysawyer.com slash buzzsprout. Following this link will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and it gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support this show. Thanks for listening and remember to dream big and kick ass.